The songs we love, the songs we hate, the songs we've never heard. What do they all have in common? Music speaks to us in ways we may not realize. Discover how to use what you already have to get what you really want. You're listening to Power of a Positive Playlist on the OBBM Network. Here's your host, John Chester. And welcome. This is John Chester on the OBBM Network. This is the Power of Positive Playlist. And you better have that power. People are sitting there going, I am so tired. I am so sick. I am so isolated. I am so, yeah, that's great. Where are you getting your power? Okay, sitting across the table right now is Susan Hamilton, the the uh, chief executive author author offer. I'm the Ossifer. Ossifer, Ossifer, Ossifer uh, of the OBBM. Thanks, Susan, for this time. I appreciate it. Hey, always a pleasure. She's here to kind of keep me on the rails, but also <laughs> she uh, she's generally interested because I've uh, been in her backyard, uh, sitting by the pool with her and her great husband, and uh, we've also talked about this kind of stuff. And uh, it's just one of those things that people are interested in. But on the other hand, they they haven't uh, I don't know if they totally get what's going on. And, and sometimes I didn't either. When I was working in a psych hospital, I had this observation. I've worked in psych for over 27 years. I started to see certain habits reflected in people's music. Now, before you swing, if you're one of those types of people that swing to one direction immediately say, oh, I know what you're going to say. If you listen to rock music, you're just going to be a rebel and taking drugs. No, I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. Sit down and relax, okay? We're going we're gonna to have a conversation. I started to see behaviors that were reflected and enabling because of the type of music. On the other hand, I've seen the Steve Jobs and the uh, Tony Robbins, and they post their... Uh, their playlist, what they listen to, people are asking. They they come right out. They know immediately what they're listening to. And it shifts and it changes. They do have foundational songs in their playlist, but they still bring in new, fresh music because where they want to go, they haven't been to yet. And music is one of those things that is portable, as I've said before, but it also is there on the journey. It is a companion. So it can become baggage. It can, oh gosh, yeah, big time. It can be a leader. It can certainly uh, inspire, but baggage. Boy, I haven't put it that way. I like that. You know, it's interesting. I got to, I, I grew up on Foreigner. Love it. I know all the ah. words to all the songs. I love everything Foreigner did. I, I loved it, and I loved it as a young teenage girl, as a grown adult, 52-year-old woman, and a grandmother of uh, four of my own, eight if you count all my bonus grandchildren. <laughs> I now listen to that, and I feel like the dude was, was a pedophile. I just, you know, <laughs> I feel like he climb out, climb out your window. Does your mama know? And when I, you know, what kind of guy is singing this? Yeah. And that was something that was interesting. That was fun for me. And I knew all those songs back when I was, you know, probably getting into a lot of trouble. Oh, she was listening. She was going, "Yes, honey, you were getting into a lot of trouble." <laughs> uh, but I, you know that now I can listen to it from different ears, and I go, "I don't know if that's the song that I want to play around my grandkids." Mm. Right now, it's now it's a little different, and yeah. I don't know how many years it took to get that it's not so much years it's experience and things you go through i remember i like donna summer okay i'm old enough to that i like donna summer okay and her stuff is really european tech uh music synthesizer Giorgio moroder and such really cool stuff however when my oldest was very young she was toddling around the house and she was singing hot 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 
Stuff. I'm going. Oh no, no, no! I know. We were talking about our dads earlier, and it makes me think about my dad because he was, you know, I, my I was the one that gave him the most trouble. The first one to the first one to really cause his heart to skip a beat, and because I, I knew what could raise my dad, right? I knew what could get. It. And I we we used to sit in the back of we had a station wagon, and you knew dad's neck when when the back of his neck got red, it, you, he was getting mad. But when it got up to his ears, that was the moment. That he was going to reach back and pull over the side of the way. We're going to get clobbered. And so you kind of knew just how far you could push him. Of course, you didn't it's have the dad sur- thermometer you know, on the you neck. You didn't have surround sound stereo. You had an AM radio from the front deck, you know, yeah. this kind of stuff. When, and as we got older, I still knew how to push his buttons and we're very, very close. And, and yeah, like you're saying, you hear the kids sing some of the same music and you go, wow, well, how do I, uh, how do I take that? Especially when, the te- when teenagers and young adults really want to express themselves so much through music and they feel such a kinship to it um and such a it's a it's a big part of their life it was a big part of our life mm-hmm. you know it still is i listen to those musics and it, they take you back yep, right they, they you're do. right there you hear it and you're you're right there and you know i'm 18 again yes. uh, only Which a better 18 yes right? okay and that's true but it also you could be a bad 18 <laughs> because there are people who don't want to grow up no. and they're still playing uh they're still playing the rock of their age as it's anthematic, which a lot of rock is, and it enables if you're allowing it to. So you're still going to be doing the sex, drugs, and rock and roll at 30 and 40 years old. And even though it really wasn't a great behavior when we were young, it was we could kind of wink at it. And I'm not saying it's right, but we kind of wink because you're just stupid and young. And I did stupid and young as long as I could. Matter of fact, what day is it? But anyway, (laughs) my point is, there's the old term, there's no fool like an old fool. And when you're doing that kind of behavior, enabled by your music, you're going to cause a lot of problems and you're going to hurt a lot of people. And there is a, a... there's a demarcation point. There's a line that music can give you to where you're just going to go, I, I, I don't need to be doing that anymore. You don't need to be enabled by that. So uh, I'm going to touch on a term here. As a music therapist, there's something called music evoked autobiographical memories. Uh, the word is memes, the, the adaptation memes, not the same thing that you see on the social media, but music evoked autobiographical memories. And what those are, are exactly what you would think they are. You, you, uh, you're driving along in your car and uh, Asia is playing on the radio, heat of the moment. And all of a sudden, right out of nowhere, your car gets broadside and uh, you've had this bad accident. Well, Asia was playing on the radio. Next time you hear Heat of the Moment, you're going to go, gosh, you know, that song was playing when I got broadsided. I'll never forget that. Congratulations. Not only does this music evoked autobiographical memory actually happen, but you've enabled it by saying, I'll never forget that. We're going to find out more about that and what that really means right after the break. This is John Chester on The Power of Positive Playlist. Stick around. Here's a fact. Too much of today's journalism is politically biased. So where should you turn to get accurate, leading-edge information that you can trust? The Epic Times. The Epic Times covers the news the way you need it, unfiltered and accurate. Cutting-edge topics like the danger of the Chinese Communist Party, the pandemic, Russia, the Middle East, the economy, and news you won't hear anywhere else. The Epic Times is free from the influence of governments, corporations, or political parties. You get to form your own opinions. 
Here's a special introductory offer. You can get one-month subscription to the Epic Times Weekly Prince newspaper, as well as unlimited access to their dynamic website for just $1. That's right, $1. Go right now to TrustedNewspaper.com. That's TrustedNewspaper.com to subscribe. Do it now. TrustedNewspaper.com. 1106 Lupo, creative art space for production meetings, rehearsals, and auditions so you can get on with the show. Multiple room choices for up to 20 occupants at unheard of rates. Get on with the show with 1106 Lupo. Call 214-630-7722 to reserve your space today. You know, before we uh, went to break, you the way you were describing that long, several-syllable <laughs> phrase, yeah. uh, that it, to me it sounded like it was like a branding, like you're doing it, it's like a branding your soul. This this moment happened. Yeah. The the music punctuated the car accident, and now you're, and then you you set you really seared that in with your words, right? Because mm-hmm. out of the, you know, out of the with the, your heart flow the issues of life, and, and because you're going to speak them, and and there's exactly. a tremendous amount of power in words. Words and words that we speak, and you know, uh, all of those things melded together have a tremendous authority in our life that we need to understand how to use so we can be more effective with that. Exactly, and the song has become a trigger because you've enabled it with emotional mm-hmm. impact. And the beauty of triggers is that the thing that a trigger works on, a gun, really doesn't work unless you take the ammo out. So if you change your music, if you adapt your music, if you alter how it is delivered to you, in other words, if it's, if it's not always in your earbuds, if it's not playing at night when you go to bed, if it's not happening when you are uh, uh, trying to wake up in the morning or in the shower or whatever, because music is so portable now, if you change its delivery to becoming more common and under your control, then the trigger is released in such a way that there's no ammo coming out. You can click that second of a gun all day and it's just not going to matter. That's why playlists have to be altered to with the direction that you want to go. And those goals and directors are under your control, including your music. That's why radio, you know, uh, you listen to most radio stations that are out there that are on, that are still not the digital ones that are on like paid programming, but I mean, just the common FM stations they only have about 230 uh, songs and they rotate some of those three or four times a day, just the same song, like Jeremiah was a bullfrog or, or every other hour. I mean, <laughs> well, if it's a top 10 one yeah. that's current, yes, you're right. But I mean like an oldie station. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll do that, but you're right. You're right. The, uh, the new ones they'll replay though. I remember hearing, uh, uh, a song played and they go to break and then when they come back, they play it again. So when you're working with people to help them understand how to have a have more productive life, right, how to get past it, you, you work with people not even just just them, which you're fabulous with that. You help them look at where what they've already been listening to, what they've already been exposed to, and where they want to be, mm-hmm. whether it's something, that a behavior they want to be rid of, a mindset they want to be rid of, and where do they want to be. And you help them craft something that's going to be more productive, and you're going to use all the scientific pieces of music to help 
them craft that in a way that matters. And that's perfect on, on the one-on-one. I wonder, John, do you have anything that helps people when they're going, okay, I am working with a, a team of, of five technicians, and I know three of them mm-hmm. are struggling with some things. That uh, What can I do to be more proactive? Because it's not just you anymore. It's like we mentioned mm. earlier, it's, it's your home life, it's your work life. And when we're living an authentic life, all those things are really, really interwoven. Yes, they are. They are. And so you're going to start finding out more about your employees, which is so important. So if you've got a small office where you've got three to five people in there, and uh, have some time. Go bring lunch in or you all go out to lunch and start finding out about music. And if you have a diverse thing, you know, where one person listen to country, another one's jazz, another one's uh, hip hop, another one's symphonic, then you're going to have to start mixing it up, but still have the same theme. You take the themes out that are about self-destruction. You take the themes out about tragic loss, repeated chronic loss. You take the themes out that just push you down in such a way that show no signs of life for tomorrow. Now, there's nothing wrong with a sad song. Elton John says sad songs say so much. They sure do. But everything in modicum, okay, uh, I, I like candy bars. I, I'll take a Hershey bar, you know, in the middle of the afternoon. But if I wake up and have a Hershey bar, I'm going to have some problems later in the day. You listen to the same music. You listen to depressing music or any kind of music, the same thing all the time. It's like painting with one color. Mm. Well, that's a good analogy. And it, you look around mm. a real diverse life is like a painting by Monet. Okay. It's colorful. It may have some splotches here and there. There's going to be some smears. But when you step back, you get to look at the panoply of life and you go, man, that is a life well lived. Your music has to have that same type of diversity to where you can take it all in and go, there's some gray days. But look at this brilliant yellow right here. And look at this. And other colors come together, other people. And they blend and they make this beauty that's music. So to answer your question specifically, find out about them. Find out what their goals are. Put these things up like a mission statement. And then when I was working in warehouse work way back uh, in the early 80s, I would uh, there would be at certain warehouses, they would have, um, today was Country Western Day, and this day was Classic Rock Day, and this next day was Top 10 Day. And, uh, and they'd have a, like an odd jazz day, or, and then they had a wild card day or whatever. And I went back and looked at a study that said that on days on days when they played country western, less work got done. <laughs> huh. But on but on top ten days, um, uh, on top ten days, the women got more work done, and on classic rock days, the men got more work done. Interesting, interesting. So, so it, it it varied. So to get your office all on the same page, because in the biblical sense, there's that uh, we should be equally yoked. To be equally yoked as an office to get the ultimate task done. And you're all there together. I mean, these people that are in this room right now with me uh, all have the same goal for their own lives. They're not pushing my goal. They're pushing their own goal, but we're all doing it through this mechanism called the OBBM. We have certain faith and belief in that. So I'll tolerate some of their music and they'll tolerate a bit of mine. And you know what? It pushes the concept forward to speak for the small businesses, the people that are really downtrodden. They're really trying to get it done. 
you know, this book, uh, Live Your Worth, Set Boundaries, Avoid Burnout, and Increase Productivity. Yes. Uh, That's that my your, book. Yeah. That your daughter uh, illustrated. Yeah. It's just, there's there's so many. It's a nice, easy read. You, it's, It'll fit in the palm of your hand. It'll fit in your purse. There's a simple way that somebody can walk. You can find this on Amazon. Simple way that you can uh, walk out some of the things that you're teaching and get kind of get a flavor for what's going on here. Yep. It, it was fun. And uh, there's a couple of really interesting stories. Yeah. My daughter did the artwork. Anna did the photography. My oldest did the photography. And uh, my wife uh, kept me slave to the keyboard. So it got done. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. This is the Power of Positive Playlist. I'm John Chester. When it's time to perform, it's too late to practice. First Safety Training in DFW supports local communities and churches through firearms training and nonviolent dispute resolution training. Understand the laws related to weapons and deadly force, handgun use and safety, and proper storage practices. A trained and licensed gun-carrying citizen will react quicker to protect themselves and others. Call 214-808-9757 to schedule your Introduction to Handguns, License to Carry, Active Shooter, Church Security, and survival training. Be prepared for the best possible outcome of a weaponized attack. Make sure the law is on your side in the event deadly force is necessary. Call 214-808-9757 and work with former law enforcement trainers and range officers. Meet all municipal, county, state, and federal regulations. Understand your gun and how to care for it properly. Call First Safety Training at 214-808-9757 today. At WorkSuites, get back to work your way. Business addresses, co-working, executive office suites, we really thrive on helping small businesses expand their horizons from simply working out of their home. What's really nice is we're flexible with our terms. We don't require you to sign a lease with us, go month to month, or stay a couple years. You may only need a part-time space. You'll have a full kitchen, cover garage access, This is the ideal way to work through the transition in your business and get you up to speed quickly. Private offices have dedicated Wi-Fi, furniture, 24-7 access. Call 888-445-9675 and check us out at WorkSuites.com. Members access all of our locations throughout DFW and Houston. A significant advantage for meeting clients on their terms. We won't nickel and dime you go to worksuites.com or call 888-445-9675 to schedule your tour. You're going to love it here. 888-445-9675. And welcome back. This is John Chester, Power of Positive Playlist. So Susan, you asked about uh, office work. When I was, when I was working in uh, certain hospitals, Uh, They would pull me aside. Some of the employees of the administrative staff would pull me aside and say, so should we change our music in the offices when they would have this piped in stuff? And I would go, absolutely, because, oh, my gosh, it's you have to start programming what you want. Okay, I I, in my house at my bathroom mirror, I have quotes on my mirror, either on post-it notes or they I write them with uh, whiteboard markers on the mirror and say various things that need to be said. Uh, And the music needs to speak to you that way. Now, as I've said before in previous podcasts, the thing that speaks to you most really isn't the lyrics. It's the music because the construction of the music gets into the brain a certain way. That's why the most common one is when you listen to a minor chord, it's kind of depressing. 
But if you listen to a major chord, it's upbeat. Go and look up. Uh, somebody took the Imperial Death March, Vader's March from Star Wars, and which is in minor, and they made it a major. And all of a sudden, it sounds like a happy day on Alderaan. It really is a very different concept because the major minor thing. The music's construction, again, beats per minute, chord progression, key changes, cadences, all these things happen a certain way to affect you bodily and emotionally, and it will start to either help you or impair you. You get to make that choice, ultimately. Yeah, now I've got the dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Yeah. To get the death march out of there. Um, yeah, so... I love that, and I love that you're willing to work with people to help them understand it because I, I think we don't necessarily know what's negative because there's an attachment to it. Oh, yeah. Some of those things we can't get rid of. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's just music. They say, oh, it's just entertainment. No, it, no, it's not. It's a psychological belief. It's, it's, a, it's an investment that they've made. They, uh, they hear uh, Don't Stop Believing, uh, from its original, from the, uh, what, 82, when the song came out and then brought up again with Glee. Uh, and it's now, you know, a an A-list uh, classic song. Well, all right, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you look at the actual song itself, it's about a couple of people that really made some crap choices at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they kind of settle. Okay. Yeah, it's like, don't stop believing, like, in what? Yeah, right. right in what? It, it, and so you have some, I think that when you, you've got to have a, I think a lot of us have like a, a vision of, of what we want, but you have to, it's your job to dream it out. It's your job to, to, to facilitate that and turn it into something. That's an action. Um, and, and so everything then, when you realize that your brain is really like the first supercomputer, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Your brain's amazing what your brain can do, the, the, what, we, what it can take. Uh, lots of stress, lots of pressure. I mean, with the, uh, over the gener- just over the years of human existence, what the brain has been exposed to and how you, like Viktor Frankl, and, and mm. how do you endure some of those things and come out on the other side of that? And um, I was talking to a man a couple nights ago that his his mother was released from Auschwitz, hmm. and so he grew up under that. So there was there were th- you know I, I said how was that? He said we didn't talk about it, and so I could feel her pain. <clears throat> I could feel that. Well, we're that brain. You're getting that connection and that emotion and everything that you do anyway. So why not just like you know how to eat something that's good for you or right. eat something bad for you. Um, let, realize that every every gate you have, right? Your ears, your eyes, your sense, um, your, your your taste. Everything has uh, a, a, an entry point into you, and it impacts you in some way. So you get to take some ownership of that. You do, and you do because <clears throat> okay. So music is the number two way of building memories. Okay, when you hear a song, it it builds a memory tied to the event. Going back to what we were talking about earlier. Number one, by the way, is the sense of smell. That's why when you smell a perfume that an old girlfriend used to, you start looking around the room going, oh my gosh, please tell me she's not in here or something, you know, and because you smell it or you may smell something musty and you go, that reminds me of my old house. Those emotional investments are tied into a, 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 a sense, one of your senses. So <clears throat> music being one of those very powerful things can affect your choices even. And so you're going to, again, your dietary uh, illustration is correct. 
if you're supposed to eat better, you're supposed to listen better. How many of y'all have said, you know, I'm just not going to take that from them anymore. I'm not going to let them talk to me that way. Yeah, but you still listen to crap music. You still let music talk to you a certain way. And what you end up doing, I'm glad you said that, because what you end up doing is saying that thing to yourself. And that's really a a big part of it, of of what music does, is that you're you're bringing it back. Talk about your memory. You're remembering those words. You're singing those words. Mm -hmm. And you're singing it in your spirit now. Now you're singing something that can destroy you in your very own spirit. It's sugar-coated cyanide. And you wonder why the things around you aren't working. And that's really some we can't ignore and I think that aromatherapy is really the same way also you, mm. you touched on it so you one of the things that's really made a huge impact for me over this last year knowing I had to make some aggressive positive uh steps for myself was incre- was changing the type of music I listen to. I listen to more instrumental now than I ever did before. Perfect. Really taking out the, uh, someone else's language. I didn't want to be programmed anymore with anybody else's thoughts. I wanted to hear much more clearly from my creator. And then the other thing is just what uh, for essential oils, uh, making sure that when I'm reading uh, that I've got something, in, you know, uh, that I'm putting something inside of myself and inside of my senses that elevates who I am so I can receive the things around me and, and better. Mm-hmm. And I just think that I don't I don't know how I would have gotten through last year. And mm. I do think that there are, there's a certain mindset with, with people last year that catapulted forward and some people that shrank back. And I wonder sometimes if those things haven't contributed to forward motion. No, well, they have. Absolutely. Yeah. All, all, but what you created was an intellectual soup. Okay, you created this this mental buffet of your music and oils and your faith and the people around you, because I know you surround yourself well. I know what you read or what you've told me. All these things are very, very positive. I also know you've had some hellacious struggles. And so you take, though, uh, this stuff. You, you refuse to sit down and have a nice pity party. And everybody's allowed, you know, a pity party for, like, the afternoon or the morning? Ten seconds. Okay, there you go. That's fine. And that's, I'm, I haven't yet completely adapted that fast, as manic as I can be. But yes, the shorter the better. Have it, and then dust it off and let's roll. Okay? And so what you've done is so intellectually challenging. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I really respect that. So if you want more information, again, please feel free. On the OBBM network, there's uh, spots you can better connect with me. Uh, I'm at Iverchester.com. I'm the regular suspects of Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook at Iverchester3. And uh, you can find my book that she mentioned yeah. on uh, Amazon. Amazon. Live, Live your, your work. That's it. That's it. It was J. a lot of fun. Chester. And later this year, we've got coming out uh, the Power of Positive playlist on the Itty Bitty Publishing Company. So Find the OBBM Network all over Spotify, iHeart. Google, Apple, and subscribe. Get more of this great information and make sure your business just rocks the socks off a local here in DFW. Find creative ways to get what you want in life. Thank you, folks. This is John Chester on the OBBM Network. This is the Power of Positive Playlists. God bless. You've been listening to Power of a Positive Playlist with music therapist and life coach John Ivor Chester on the OBBM Network podcast. Power of a Positive Playlist airs each Monday and Wednesday at noon central and 5 p.m. central on OBBM radio in the Offbeat Business app or get the OBBM Network podcast on demand in podcast directories everywhere. For more insight or to book John for speaking or hire John for your therapeutic environments, go to IvorChester.com.